Welcome everybody to today's show. I just wanted to make this brief uh, intro real quick. Um, so I decided to change my name for my channel. I know it was Light Bears, but I wanted something that would signify me and just make it a little bit easier for people to search. So I decided to change it from Light Bears to Mr. Tabor. <laughs> And that's my last name, just in case you were all wondering. Um, uh, also, uh, we will also be going through, continuing going through our study of the Book of Romans. And last we uh, left off was Romans 13. And that is pretty much everyone's favorite, favorite chapter because it talks about the governing authorities. But, <laughs> uh, anyways, I'm going to be reading out of the King James Version. So let's get this, let's get this uh, show on the road, shall we? <laughs> Alright, starting here, Romans chapter 13. Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that are the powers that be are ordained of God. Whosoever therefore resisteth the power resisteth the ordinance of God, and they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. For rulers are not a terror to good works. But to the evil. Wilt thou then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and that and thou shalt have praise of the same. For he is the minister of God to thee for good. But if thou do that which is evil, be afraid, for he beareth not the sword in vain. For he is the minister of God a revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. Wherefore, ye must, be, ye must needs be subject, not only for wrath, but also for conscience' sake. For, for this cause pay ye tribute also, for they are God's ministers, attending continually upon this very thing. Render therefore to all their dues, Tribute to whom tribute is due, custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. And I want to pause right there, and I want to go ahead and read out of the New Living Translation what that says as well. Uh, starting in... Uh, verse 6 pay your taxes too for these same reasons for government workers need to be paid they are serving God in what they do give to everyone what you owe them such as pay your taxes and government fees to those who collect them and give respect and honor to those who are in authority that's a very important thing to do 
not really gonna add anything else to that. Basically, it's talking about those who watch over us. Nowadays, we have police officers that look after our well-being. Those are the governing authorities. <laughs> and I thank God for them because they do protect us. As long as we are not doing wrong, then we should have no fear of them. But if you are doing evil and what is not right in the sight of God, then yes, you should fear them. Continuing along here in verse 8. Owe no man anything but to love one another. For he that loveth another hath fulfilled the law. For this thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, thou shalt not covet, and if there be any other commandment, it is briefly comprehended in this saying, namely, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. And Jesus gave us a very good illustration of who is our neighbor. So we see here, uh, let's see, it's in Luke 10, 25, I will start, where it talks about loving our neighbor. One day an expert in religious law stood up to test Jesus by asking him this question, Teacher, what should I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus replied, What does the law of Moses say? How do you read it? The man answered, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, and all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. Right, Jesus told him, Do this and you will live. The man wanted to justify his actions, so he asked Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Jesus replied with a story. A Jewish man was traveling from Jerusalem down to Jericho, and he was attacked by bandits. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him up, and left him half dead beside the road. By chance, a priest came along, but when he saw the man lying there, he crossed to the other side of the road and passed him by. A temple assistant walked over and looked at him lying there, but he also passed on, passed by on the other side. Then a despised Samaritan came along, and when he saw the man, he felt compassion for him. Going over to him, the Samaritan soothed his wounds with olive oil and wine and bandaged them. Then he put the man on his own donkey and took him to an inn, where he took care of him. The next day he handed the innkeeper two silver coins, telling him, Take care of this man. If his bill runs higher than this, I'll pay you the next time I'm here. Now which of these three would you say was a neighbor to the man who was attacked by bandits? Jesus asked. The man replied, The one who showed him mercy. Then Jesus said, Yes, now go and do the same. That's very important because 
that is our neighbor. That homeless person standing on the corner who doesn't have a home or uh, that that person I mean if they literally literally were beat up and left for dead on the side of the road that's our neighbor our neighbor is those around us that's who we are supposed to love that's what that means Uh, continuing along here in verse 10 love worketh no ill to his neighbor therefore love is the fulfilling of the law and that knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep for now is our salvation nearer than we believe the night is far spent the day is at hand let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envying, but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ and make not provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. Him that is weak in the faith, receive ye, but not to doubtful disputations. For one believeth that he may eat all things, another who is weak eateth herbs. Let him, let not him that eateth despise him that eateth not, and let not him which eateth not judge him that eateth, for God hath, for God hath received him. Who art thou that judgest another man's servant? To his own master he standeth or falleth, yea, he shall be holden up, for God is able to make him stand. One man esteemeth one day above another, another esteemeth every day alike. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. He that regardeth the day regardeth it unto the Lord, and he that regardeth not the day to the Lord he doth not regard it. He that eateth, eateth to the Lord, for he giveth God thanks. And he that eateth not, to the Lord he eateth not, and giveth God thanks. For none of us liveth to himself, and no man dieth to himself. For whether we live, we live unto the Lord. And whether we die, we die unto the Lord. Whether we live, therefore, or die, we are the Lord's. For to this end Christ both died and rose, and revived, that he might be the Lord both of the living and uh, both of the dead and living. Why dost thou judge thy brother? Or why or why dost thou set at naught thy brother? For we all for we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. For it is written, As I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. So then, every one of us shall give account of himself to God. Let us not therefore judge one another any more, but judge this rather, that no man put a stumbling block 
or an occasion to fall in his brother's way. I know and am persuaded by the Lord Jesus that there is nothing unclean of itself, but to him that esteemeth anything to be unclean, to him it is unclean. But if thy brother be grieved with thy meat, now walkest thou not charitably. Destroy not him with thy meat, for whom Christ died. Let not then your good be evil spoken of, for the kingdom of God is not meat and drink. Listen to this. But righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. For he that in these things serveth Christ is acceptable to God and approved of men. Let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace, and things wherewith one may edify another. For meat destroy not the work of God. All things indeed are pure. But it is evil for that man who eateth with offense. It is good neither to eat flesh nor to drink wine, nor anything whereby thy brother stumbleth, or is offended, or is made weak. Hast thou faith? Have it to thyself before God. Happy is he that condemneth not himself in that thing which he alloweth. And he that doubteth is damned if he eat, because he eateth not of faith. For whatsoever is not of faith is sin. We then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak, and not to please ourselves. Let every one of us please his neighbor for his good to edification. For even Christ pleased not himself, but as it is written, the reproaches of them that reproached thee fell on me. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Now the God of patience and consolation grant you to be like-minded one toward another according to Jesus Christ. And this is what he's speaking about. That ye may be with one mind and one mouth glorify God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Wherefore, receive ye one another, as Christ also received us to the glory of God. Now I say that Jesus Christ was a minister of the circumcision for the truth of God, to confirm the promises made unto the fathers, and that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. As it is written, For this cause I will confess to thee among the Gentiles, and sing unto thy name. And again he saith, Rejoice, ye Gentiles, with his people. And again, Praise the Lord, all ye Gentiles, and laud him, all ye people. And again, Esaias saith, There shall be a root of Jesse, and he that shall rise to reign over the Gentiles. In him shall the Gentiles trust. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. And I myself also am persuaded of you, my brethren, 
that you also are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge, able also to admonish one another. And in the New Living Translation of that, it says in verse 14, Paul says, I'm fully convinced, my dear brothers and sisters, that you are full of goodness. You know these things so well you can teach each other all about them. Even so, I've been bold enough to write about some of these points, knowing that all you need is this reminder. That's kind of like what I like to do is sometimes I'll, I'll go back and forth between reading out of the King James or New Living Translation. Just whatever translation you can understand it in, go ahead and read it. Uh, continuing here in verse 16. That I should be the minister of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles, ministering the gospel of God, that the offering up of the Gentiles might be acceptable, being sanctified by the Holy Spirit. I have therefore whereof I may glory through Christ, through Jesus Christ, in those things which pertain to God. For I will not dare to speak of any of those things which Christ has not wrought by me, to make the Gentiles obedient by word and deed, through mighty signs and wonders, by the power of the Spirit of God, so that from Jerusalem and round about until I, oh my goodness, Illyricum. Yeah, I need to practice on seeing these some of those words. <laughs> Anyways, I fully preached the gospel of Christ. <clears throat> yeah, so I have strived to preach the gospel, not where Christ was named lest I should build upon another man's foundation. But as it is written, to whom he was not spoken of, they shall see, and they that have not heard shall understand. For which cause also I have been much hindered from coming to you. But now having no, no more place in these parts, and having a great desire these many years to come unto you, whensoever I take my journey unto Spain, I will come to you, for I trust to see you in my journey, and to be brought on my way thitherward by you. At first I be somewhat filled with your company. But now I go unto Jerusalem to minister unto the saints. For, that, for it hath pleased them of Macedonia and Achaia to make a certain contribution for the poor saints which are at Jerusalem. It hath pleased them verily, and their debtors they are. For if the Gentiles have been made partakers of their spiritual things, their duty is also to minister unto them in carnal things. When therefore I have performed this, I have sealed to them this fruit. I will come by you into Spain. And I am sure that when I come unto you, I shall come in the fullness of the blessing of the gospel of Christ. Now I beseech you, brethren, for the Lord Jesus Christ's sake, and for the love of the Spirit, capital S, that you strive together with me in your prayers to God for me, that I may be delivered from them that do not believe in Judea, 
and that my service which I have for Jerusalem may be accepted of the saints, that I may come unto you with joy by the will of God, and may with you be refreshed. Now the God of peace be with you all. Amen. <clears throat> I'm just going to read this last portion and the New Living Translation. I commend you to our sister Phoebe, who is a deacon in the church in St. Priya. It says, and then King James, that she's a servant of the church. That's what a deacon means. Not the whole definition of a deacon, but we could go into teaching of that in a later episode. Uh, continuing on. Welcome her in the Lord as one who is worthy of honor among God's people. Help her in whatever she needs, for she has been helpful to many, and especially to me. Give my greetings to Priscilla and Aquila, my co-workers in the ministry of Christ Jesus. <laughs> In fact, they once risked their lives for me. I am thankful to them, and so are all the Gentile churches. Also give my greetings to the church that meets in their home. Greet my dear friend Epinetus. He was the first person from the province of Asia to become a follower of Christ. Give my greetings to Mary, who has worked so hard for your benefit. Greet Andronicus and Junia, my fellow Jews, who were in prison with me. They are highly respected among the apostles and became followers of Christ before I did. Greet Ampliatus, my dear friend in the Lord. Greet Urbanus, our co-worker in Christ, and my dear friend, ah, my goodness, Astakis. I could be saying that wrong, so we'll just call him Stock. <laughs> Greet Apelles, a good man whom Christ approves, and give my greetings to the believers from the household of Aristobulus. Greet Herodian, my fellow Jew. Greet the Lord's people from the household of Narcissus. Give my greetings to, to Tryphena and Tryphosa, the Lord's workers, and to dear Persis, who has worked so hard for the Lord. Greet Rufus, whom the Lord picked out to be his very own, and also his dear mother, who has been a mother to me. <laughs> I know maybe some people probably skip over these greetings of Paul's friends, but I find it interesting because these are names that aren't really common anymore, <laughs> like in the world. And I give my best to pronounce them. And I, I like to find out how you truly do pronounce them. So if I do not pronounce any of these names correctly, <laughs> just bear with me. Uh, verse 14, see, like this one here. Give my greetings to... Uh, what? Hold on. Okay, I had to pause there and <laughs> pronounce this next one. Give my greetings to Asyncritus, Phlegian, Phlegian, Hermes, Patrobas, Hermas, and the brothers and sisters who meet with them. 
Give my greetings to Philologus, Philologus, Julia, Nereus, and his sister, and to Olympus, and all the believers who meet with them. Greet each other in Christian love. All the churches of Christ send you their greetings. And now I make one more appeal, my dear brothers and sisters. Watch out for people who cause divisions and upset people's faith by teaching things contrary to what you have been taught. Stay away from them. Such people are not serving Christ our Lord. They are serving their own personal interests. How? How are people doing this? How are these people doing this? By smooth talk and glowing words, they deceive innocent people. But everyone knows that you are obedient to the Lord. This makes me very happy. I want you to be wise in doing right and stay innocent of any wrong. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. May the grace of our Lord Jesus be with you. Timothy, my fellow worker, sends you his greetings, as do Lucius, Jason, and Sosipater. I probably pronounced that guy's name wrong, probably butchered it, I'm sorry. <laughs> my fellow Jews, I, Tertius, the one writing this letter for Paul, send my greetings too, as one of the Lord's followers. Gaius says hello to you. He is my host and also serves as host to the whole church. Erastus, the city treasurer, sends you his greetings, and so does our bro brother Cortes. Now all glory to God, who is able to make you strong, just as my good news says. This message about Jesus Christ has revealed his plan for you Gentiles, a plan kept secret from the beginning of time. But now as the prophets foretold, and as the eternal God has commanded, this message is made known to all Gentiles everywhere, so that they too might believe and obey him. All glory to the only wise God, through Jesus Christ forever. Amen. Whew. Talk about a lot of names to pronounce. So if any of you guys can pronounce those names correctly, I applaud you because that takes some skill. <laughs> but this wraps up going through the book of Romans. Um, I'll let you guys know on the next <clears throat> excuse me episode of what I will be discussing either we go through another book in the bible or we go into teaching mode and i teach you guys about uh the right teachings compared against wrong teachings things that those who call themselves teachers of the word of god uh twist scripture so god willing I will be led by him 
into our next discussion, whether it's reading or teaching. And so I just want to say thank you all, and I hope you all have a blessed day or week, day or night, wherever you guys are from. I pray that the Lord's blessings fall on you, and that God strengthen your spirit with joy, peace, and love.